be on the fourth chapter. We're looking in the New Living Translation I'll be reading from. As we look at this fourth chapter, I'm going to uh, highlight uh, verses one through four in our, for your hearing, but we'll deal with verses one through uh, 11 in its entirety of Jonah, the fourth chapter. As we are turning there, uh, let us turn our hearts towards our God. Father, Lord, we just ask right now for your spirit to minister to us through your holy word. And God, I ask that it be all of you and none of me. Lord, I pray that you would just let me down deep into the riches of your word and pour me out, God, to be a broken, out, uh, broken bread and poured out wine for an offering of serving of your people. Father, we ask that when all is said and done, that we will leave this place saying, didn't the words burn within us? as you open up and talk to us from the scriptures. In Jesus' name, Lord, we ask. Amen. Looking at Jonah, fourth chapter. Looking at primarily verses one to four for your hearing to set the stage. But we're at the end of this prophet's account. But yet we're at the beginning of understanding who God is. We're at the end of seeing how much Jonah was fighting against God, but seeing how much that God is fighting for man. We're at the end seeing when Jonah came to his wit's end, but seeing how God has no end. Looking at Jonah, the fourth chapter, verses one through for uh, New Living Translation says, this change of plans greatly upset Jonah and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? And that is why I ran away to Tarsus. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God. Slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. Then the Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry about this? Praise God for his word. If you can help me announce this to your neighbor, tell him God's mercy. And the subtitle you can put there is mercy me. We're going to look at God's mercy. Looking here, we've opened up and it says that Jonah is mad because something changed Jonah is angry that Nineveh repented and they were not destroyed. This should catch somebody's attention because God sent them there to preach against them. But God's 
purpose for doing so was so that they would repent. So Jonah sought success in his preaching message. But Jonah, because of his patriotism, because of his bigotry, he did not want to see his enemy liberated. Can I walk down your block uh, as much as you love your God and you love your Jesus, but you don't want your enemies to prosper? (laughs) Am I right about it? That as much as you love God, you love his grace and his mercy, you get upset when you see them unholy folks, those heathens, those ungodly folks riding around in a nicer car than you have a better house than you have a better job. Then you just get all upset and just get angry with them, hoping that something bad will happen to them. We have to be careful in realizing that it's not about you. But our God is in control. Aren't you glad that God is in control? Because if it was left up to us how we would truly, truly, truly be some selfish people. We would be self-righteous and try to tell somebody what they could not do because we said so. But I'm so glad that that's not the case. Because look at how John want to get so overwhelmed and so caught up that look what happened. He gets smart with God. Didn't I tell you? Y- y- y'all know where that comes from, right? When somebody knows that they're right, they try to prove that. Didn't I tell you? If you'd have listened the first time, wouldn't none of this happen? And Jonah's like, that's why I fleed in the first place, because I knew this was going to happen. This is not what I want to have happen. Can, can we put a pen in there for a moment, and can we just remind ourselves that it's not about you? Jonah thought it was about his plan and his desire, but God called him, not the other way around. Sometimes we get, caught, we get messed up realize that we were the called, not the callers. God called us, God commissioned us, so we need to act in his authority and in his obedience. But Jonah getting caught up with this whole situation here, thinking that it was all about him, got angry. And look what he says to God. Look here, this is why I left, because I knew this was going to happen. And, and, and catch what happens when he prays to God. Look what he does. He asks God to take his life. Two times in this text, Jonah is willing to give up his life. And both times is, is, is in response because of God wanting to do what he wants to do. God wanted him to go to, to, to Nineveh. He said, I'm going to go to Tarsus. God's in a strong wind to get him back on track. Throw me overboard. I'm still not going. Now he's preached the gospel. God put, spoke to the, the fish to vomit him out onto the dry land. And do you remember in that prayer he says, I will forever praise you? Mm, what happened now? Anybody else that been conditional with God? Things are going to go, oh, God, I'm going to praise you. Woo, God, but things are going your way. Man, God ain't on my side. What's going on? We need to realize that we are fickle because we allow our emotions oftentimes to run us and to drive us and to destroy us. But Jonah's emotions were getting the best of him. And look what he says here. He says, that is why I ran away. I knew that you are merciful, compassionate, (laughs) slow to anger, 
abounding in love and kindness, one who relents calamity. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can, can we go back there for a moment? I ran away, God, because you're good. I ran away, God, because you're merciful. I, I ran away, God, because you will not punish me when I repent. That's what he was saying. But the reason why he was saying it, because it was not being done to him. See, we want all the grace and mercy we can get, but we're not as liberal when it comes to somebody else. We want God to take care of us, but we see some, that criminal on TV, oh, that man needs to be punished to the full extent of the law. I hope he locks up and never sees the light of day again. But what if that was your baby? Oh, you be praying, oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, oh, Lord, please, please give him one more chance. But, but if it was somebody else, we are ready to go. We need to see and realize that we're, we have to see that's how we operate, but that's not how God operates. And look here, look here. We see that our Lord is gracious and compassionate. It means that he has full of love. And his grace, we talked about his grace, it means that he gives favor, that he gives us what we do not deserve. And, and we see here, as a New Living Translation put it, said, he said, I ran away, God, because you're merciful <laughs> and you're compassionate. Aren't you glad that God is merciful and compassionate? And then he pointed out how our God has patience, how he's slow to get angry. I know, I know for myself, I, I, I try to be slow to get angry, but I'm nowhere near God. Because as much as I love my little baby brother, he can show enough just come into my room and knock something off. I'm ready to beat him down. And, and catch it closely here. It's not that I do not love him. It's just I, can't, I don't have the capacity to make sure every time I'm loving like God. Because God loves us that look what Jonah did. Jonah ran away from God. He didn't say, you're gone. No, he said, I'm still waiting on you to come back, Jonah. Aren't you glad that God is slow to get angry? That, that he is able to endure with our messes, endure with our ignorance, endure with our pig-headedness, our hard-headedness. He's able to endure with us blatantly just disrespecting him and rebelling against him. Well, just think about this for a moment. Can we get up in your house? Wouldn't your life be a whole lot better than somebody in your house? Was slow to get angry. Was more willing to talk to you, not at you. Was more willing to sit down and try to bring you back than try to push you out. We see a God that said, I desire to have a relationship with you. So therefore, I'm willing to do whatever I can to get with you. And then he's abundant or overflowing in love and kindness. This means God's or mercy or his kindness is being shown and keeping with his covenant. He's consistent. And then it says that he relents, that, that we see, you can see this in Jeremiah, the 18th chapter, talking about how God's saying that if I speak a calamity against a nation, and if they, and if they do repent, will I not relent from the punishment that came into them? Our God is willing that he gives us conditions. He gave it, if you need even more clarity, if you just go back and look in, 
the exodus and, and see how God brought them out as they were walking. They had one on one mountain and one on the other mountain. One on the mountain was speaking a blessing. The other one was speaking a curse. Because the covenant they had was a condition. In the condition that you do this, you will be blessed. In the condition you do this, you will be cursed. But here's the condition as well, that when you are cursed, there's a way to be repentant and come back. Therefore, I gave you these offerings of sacrifices. Do you see how God has given us an offering of sacrifice? In the horn of salvation, the bright in the morning star, Mary's baby, Jesus, who is our sacrifice. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's why we see those conditions. For God so loved the world that whosoever believe him might not, might not means that you have the opportunity that you can perish. But since I provided the son that you might not perish. It goes on to say the son of man did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. First John 1 and 9 says that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Uh, can I help you out a little bit? If my people... Who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, and pray and seek my face. Then I will hear. Do you see there's a condition in the covenant? And I'm glad the condition's on my side. Because if it was not on my side, there's no way I could meet the condition. But since it's on my side, I got to leg up to make it in. But you see here, Jonah did not look at it as that side. He said, I'd rather die. I'd rather die. And look how God asked him. See, Lord, the Lord replied, do you have a right to be angry? Some of us need to ask, us, ask ourselves that question. Do you have a right to be angry? Some of us need to look back and some, realize that sometimes when we get angry, we're angry for no reason. We don't even know why we got angry. We get angry over the wrong thing, and we're going to blame somebody else for your anger. I, I'm mad at you because you did something. What did I do? You did I don't even know what you're talking about. And it's mad. I know I've been there. And look how, look how Jonah answers. He kept on walking. <laughs> you see that, right? It says, then he left. <laughs> you know when people wrong? But they don't want to say they're wrong. They go do something else. Jonah went go do something else. What did he go do? He went build him a booth and see he might destroy the city. He, he just might destroy the city. So the Lord sees Jonah waiting. And look what the Lord does. Have some fun. Aren't you glad God can have fun with us? This is the fun. I see God said, all right. It's getting hot out there. I'm going to make a plant grow. Plant grows over him. Oh, he's excited. He's feeling great. Woo! Man, it's a hot day, but I got good shade. Got this, this booth I made, but this plant grew out of nowhere. I got some good old shade. And God said, he appointed a worm. Plant went gone. Then Cassius, 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 see this? Then God made a strong wind come that brought... Hope on said heat. Y'all, everybody got hit by some humid heat before? 
and he's getting hit by the sun. Y'all know where he's at. That it can get up to be 110 degrees during the day. He out there in that heat, y'all. And, 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 and God just set him up. Now look what he says again. I'm ready to die. Y'all see that? Death is better to me than life. Now what are you angry about? Look, 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 let's look at God's dialogue with him. Look at the verse. Now, then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Look, look, he angry about the plant that died. Ain't that something? First, he's angry because God showed mercy on the folks. Now he's angry over the plant died. And God, look what, how God breaks it down to him. Here's the word from our sponsor. Look what God says. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing. To put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. And once as it came at night, it was gone by the night. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in a spiritual darkness or do not know their left from their right. Not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Can somebody say God's mercy? You see, look here. Jonah had nothing to do with this plant, but got angry over the plant. But look here, Jonah already confessed that he serves the God over heaven and earth, who is the creator of all things, sustainer of all things. And how is it that it's okay for you to be upset by a plant, but Almighty God cannot be concerned about his children? about whom he created, about whom he wants to work out for his will, for his plan. We see here how many times in our lives that we get so caught up with some insignificant stuff, we miss the big picture. God is pointing out to him that my mercy is beyond your understanding. Because he asked him the first time, why were you angry? He had nothing to say. The second time, do you have a right to be angry? Jonah got indignant with God. Ah, yes, I got a right to be angry about that plan. Then God looked at him and said, well, what did you do? Did you make that plan to grow? No. Did you even tend to that plant? No. You just sit back and enjoy it saved. But can I help you out for a moment? I can hear God saying this to Jonah in my mind's imagination. Because sometimes I read in between the lines. This is Samuel's translation. And I can see how God said, I provided you with shade in this hot sun. But you didn't take the time to say thank you, Lord, for giving me some shade in this hot Son, but before you could even get here, I provided you protection in the stormy seas. They threw you overboard and you were sinking and failing, but a fish came and swallowed you. But I didn't leave you there. I spoke to the fish and the fish spat you out and you was on solid ground. One more time. Can I help somebody out? I was sinking deep in Far from the peaceful shores, uh, but yet my father heard my what? The spirit cry. I'm so glad that God can see us where we are and he can pull us out. And it's not because how good I am or how great we think we are, but it's because of his grace 
and his mercy. You look here, Jonah is, is being brought by God, being chastised by God, pointing out, I care over the 120,000. Aren't you glad that he'll leave the 99 for the one? He left Israel to go after the lost. Y'all see that? Nineveh was not part of Israel. They were lost. But God sent the prophet to go after him. This is, this is revolutionary in the time of the Old Testament because they did not believe that God was for the heathens. And when we say the heathens, it means anybody that was not a Jew. Same terminology when we say Gentile. Gentile heathen mean those who are not Jews. As we now understand the heathen, one who does not worship God, that's what it meant. That meant they did not have a personal relationship with Jehovah. They did not have a personal relationship with the great I am. And God so far loves us that he wants to have a relationship with us. That's why you see whosoever. Whosoever believe him shall not perish. Look here again. If you look in the text, Jonah wants to die. But the Ninevites and the people on the ship say, God, we, do, we wish not to perish. Does that sound familiar? Master, do us that care that we not perish? And he got up and he said, peace, be still. You see, God cares that we do not perish because God's mercy is so wonderful. And so when we think about his mercy, his mercy is for all. Just as you receive mercy, you should want that same mercy on somebody else. So the challenge is just as you want mercy, you need to be praying for the Peoria, the city of Peoria. Lord, have mercy on this city. Just when you see somebody on the news convicted of a criminal, you say, Lord, I pray that you have mercy on them. We have people out there who are desperate, just like Nineveh, want to hear the good news that they are ignorant. They don't know the left from their right, but they need to hear a word from God. Say, it's not too late. You can turn back and God can definitely step in and set you free. Because who the son sets free is free indeed. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Aren't you glad that our God is able? That means he can change that neighborhood that everybody's scared to go down to make that neighborhood a safe neighborhood. He can change that broken down house to look like nightmare on Elm Street to a little house on the prairie. God so enough can take a house that looks that is, is, is on fire to make it a, a place of refuge. Aren't you glad that our God can make changes? And so the challenge is, is on us to not be so self-centered and say, Lord, uh, they deserve what they get. But say, Lord, I don't deserve what I get. And Lord, just as you had mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on them. We need to be as, 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 my, as we don't see Jonah's response, do we? We don't see Jonah, but, but, but my, my suggestion is that Jonah caught on. That's why we have this account. Because as he's writing this back down, because it's so defecated, it's not, he doesn't build himself up like how great he was. He points out his flaws in this account, and he points out how great our God is. And we think about this that I just want to, I'm about to, I'm about to be done. But you think about Jesus and he talked about giving the parable of the unforgiven servant. Y'all remember that? 
how the one owed owed this is this is the modern day uh, termination one one owed the king a million dollars one owed a dollar one the owed the king a million dollars said i can't pay you back he says i i'm gonna take your family i'm gonna take everything you have oh just give me some time have mercy on me oh, you're free to go the one that owes a million dollars to the king runs to his friend owes him a dollar where's my dollar at I ain't got it. What? You ain't got my dollar? Didn't I tell you I had my dollar today? I don't got it. I'm going to beat you down. No, you're not. Bam! Everybody see him getting beat down. They go tell the king. You beat down this guy? Yes, I did, king. And didn't I have mercy on you? Yes, you king. How come you didn't have mercy on him? Well, it's on you now, buddy. You and everybody in, in prison, locked up, you done for. And then Jesus says, sister, we too should be the same, that we should show mercy. This is God has forgiven us. We should forgive others. And that's why we see how mercy over justice wins every time. Mercy over justice wins every time. Y'all know the story, right? Mercy and justice had a fight. And y'all know who won, right? Because cause the just had, lion, had, had Daniel in the lion's den. The just had Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the, in the fiery furnace. The just had uh, uh, the children of Israel right there getting ready to get destroyed by the, by the Egyptians. But mercy says, I will part the Red Sea. Mercy says, you will be in the fire, but you won't get burned. Mercy says, you will be in the lion's den, but you won't get cut up. That's what mercy does. And by his mercy, he has freed us up to go tell somebody else about his mercy. So my challenge for you is to go and tell somebody else about God's mercy. Go tell two people about his mercy. See if you can multiply it and just tell everybody just how great his mercy is. Because we are here because of his mercy. We are here because of his mercy. If God has not, has not been keeping us, then who has been keeping us? But I'm so glad I don't have to ask who was because I know it has it had to be the Lord. Because no one else is compassionate. No one else is slow to get angry. No one else is full of mercy. No one else that will relent and not give me the punishment I do deserve, but he'll give me what I don't deserve. He'll give me grace. Uh, he'll give me health. Uh, he'll give me a brand new day. Do you know this is a gift today? This today right here, March 27, was, was not promised, but God said, I will bless you with today. And that's why we ought to be like that song. We ought to wake up and say, Lord, this is the day uh, that you have. May I share, rejoice, uh, and be glad in it. Because uh, if I look back over my life uh, and see all the mess, I put myself in and how you brought me out uh, from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. Uh, I'm so glad. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I'm done preaching, but I just got excited uh, thinking how good our God is, uh, knowing I should be dead and gone. Uh, I should be absent from the Lord, uh, for the wages of sin is death, uh, but the gift of God is eternal life. Uh, it was by God's grace, uh, my mom and dad Daddy brought me to this place. It's by God's grace. A deacon diction pulled me out of the pew. It's by God's grace. I came to Sunday school and Bible study. Because Lord knows I want to be out in the streets. Acting like a kid that got no good sense. But he was faithful to a kid. He did not know his left from his right. He was slow to angry with a kid that was totally disobedient. And I'm talking to somebody 
somebody here that's so glad that our God didn't give up on you. So glad our God kept on keeping you. So glad that God will do whatever he can to get your attention because he loves you. Because he loves you. Aren't you glad he loves you? Does he love you? Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. Good God from Zion. I'm done, y'all. I'm just so excited. I just can't put the microphone down. Because I don't know about tomorrow, but I want to tell it today. He's had mercy on me. He has mercy on me. Mercy me. Mercy me. Good God from Zion. On your way home, you ought to tell somebody, He had mercy on me. He had mercy on me. He can do the same for you, what He's done for me. He can pick you up and turn you around. Place your feet on solid ground. Because on Christ, the solid rock I stand. Thank you, Jesus. Is he all right? Yeah. 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 He's all right. Isn't he all right? Oh, you, you don't have to just watch me. You can participate. I'm just so glad. He saved a wretch like me. I don't know your testimony, but I'm just testifying right now that my God is good all the time. And all the time he's good, even when I'm not, even when I'm so enough acting like a fool. My God keeps his cool. Won't know why he's slow to get angry. <laughs> my God is faithful and full of mercy. Ooh. We thank you, God. We magnify you, God, that you're full of mercy to be able to save wretches like us, able to keep us when we can't keep ourselves. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is your love. Great is your mercy. Father, we come. We come, but God, just thanking you, Lord. God, we know we're not all that we should be. And, Lord, we're not where we want to be. But we thank you, God, that we're not where we used to be. And that's just by your mercy. Father, we thank you, God, that you do not give up on us. That you are the God of the prodigals. That you'll leave the 99 to go after that one. And Lord, we've been there. We all have been like sheep that have gone astray. But we thank you for the good shepherd who calls us by name. And Lord, we are, we are here, God, in need of your mercy. But Lord, we're not praying for ourselves right now, but we're praying for the city of Peoria. We're praying for those, Lord, who are, who are lost, God, who are caught up in the correctional system for the wrong reasons, God. We're praying for those who are transient, running the streets, God, feeling that they have no home. God, we're praying for you to have mercy on them, God. That they will not be showing up on a missing child report, oh God, but they will come back home. Those runaways will come back home, oh God. 
Lord, we're praying for those, Lord, who are just looking to harm somebody, God, that they will, you will have mercy on them, God, that they'll find their way in a safe refuge, God, and that their mind will be changed over, God. God, we're praying for those who decided that they thought their life was just like you, and they just want to give it up, feeling that they were stretched out, things were not going their way. God, I pray you have mercy on them, God. That you will minister to them just as you minister to Jonah. Let them see that you are great and you are worthy to be praised. Oh, Father, Lord, have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Lord, change, change our hearts so that we be more like you. Change our hearts so that we'll love you more than we love ourselves. Change our hearts. That we will be in this world, but not of this world. But we'll be one with you. Change our hearts. That we will no longer be selfish and, 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 and be prideful, but yet we'll be humble. And be willing to put other needs before ourselves. Oh God, we just want to operate in your mercy and in your grace. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 Lord be to God. Is there someone here?